Hello. Hello po sa lahat. Ayan. Good good morning po sa lahat. And uh, I'm so glad to see yung last natin ng AVP. Thank you, video team, video editing team for for ang dami nyong outputs lately. <laughs> okay. And ayun po, uh, we're excited to see you because more so we are seeing no a brighter a brighter and <laughs> a brighter and a clearer hope an image that we can see na medyo mas malapit sa katotohanan na makikita-kita na ulit tayo and all the more how how i hope that those who are joining us online and before no uh, alam naman po natin that pre-pandemic um um marami yun na lost during that time no nung pandemic so let's invite people um to join us and to um to see na Pwede na ulit pag physical service. Actually, they have allowed at minimum no 100% of of everything no ng indoor activities. And we thank God for the healing that we are seeing no in our country. Ayun po, uh, maganda pong umaga sa ating lahat ulit. Ayan. And as you can see, we've tried to put uh, the Sunday service team tried to put uh, our chairs closer to each other testing. So baltaan niyo po kami pag umubo kayo pag uwi. <laughs> Pero uh, this is a testing somehow no, that we will see um, kung ano yung mga possibilities of the weeks that are coming. We are still praying and deciding sa mga susunod na hakbangin natin. Welcome po sa Lighthouse and um, we are so glad to see you. Today is the second week of our series, Living Hope. And um, uh, okay lang po kayo. I think uh, out of all the many series that we, we've had, this is a series na pwede kang umiti habang nakikinig. Tama ba? <laughs> because uh, some of our series would dwell much on uh, the, the dark realities of life, diba? of uh, seeing uh, the realities. And sometimes realities, so pastor, hindi pala realistic to. What I mean to say is, okay, ayan. Okay. What I mean to say is that um, realistic sa siyempre because this is the hope that we have and we will try to discover it more. No, But let's see more than um, the experiences of the reality in this world. Let's see kung gaano kalaking extent no? this is God limited to the realities that we have. And I believe that there is so, so much answer we can delve after that question. So um, ngayon po ay magbabasa tayo ng medyo mahabang verse in the chapter 10 of the book of Hebrews. Um, uh, heads up on the background of the book of Hebrews, no? um, the, the author of Hebrews is unknown. Um, uh, they are somewhat incorporated to Apostle Paul, but the problem with incorporating it to Apostle Paul, sinabi niya dito kasi na hindi niya nakita, eh, no? yung author mismo sinabi niya dito sa book na to na hindi niya nakita yung Hindi niya nakita mismo si Cristo, but it was also transferred to him. He was one of those believers that was discipled by one of the apostles. And Paul wouldn't claim that. Uh, Paul wouldn't claim that way. But some are incorporating it to that. So hanggang ngayon po is parang unverified kung sino to. Some are saying that it might be Luke, but mm, some are also questioning it. No? Pero ang galing ng kanan ng Bible, eh, no? na nakuha tayo ng hindi lang basta sa verification of the author. Madalas, nagre-reject tayo ng sinasabi sa basehan ng kung sino yung nagsasalita. But the Bible itself, no, 
hindi niya binerify kung sino yung nagsasalita. But actually, it is on the content of who says it, no? Um, magandang reflection para doon, no? Ito may niwala sa taong hindi ko kilala, but uh, some of it, no? Some of the books that we have are actually in question when it comes to that. But the struggle of the book of Hebrews, ang struggle ng book ng Hebrew, nasa Old o nasa New Testament, ang Hebrew. <laughs> Saan? Okay. Nasa old, nasa new, sabi dito nasa modern po. Nasa modern times. Encyclopedia yata yan. But the book of Hebrews, although it is Hebrews, parang Old Testament, of course it is in the New Testament. We can find it in the last books of the New Testament. Ano po? And the struggle of the book of Hebrews, what the author tries to address is yung mga Jewish converts. No? When we say Jewish converts, maalala po natin na yung Bible na hati sa dalawa. We have the Old and the New Testament. At isa tayo sa, isa tayo sa mga religion because there are many religions. Actually, hindi marami, pero bukod sa atin is merong mga religion that are of Jewish background. No? Um... Nakakatawa that most of the monotheistic religion, mga relihiyon na may iisang Diyos, ay nagmula sa iisang lugar. Actually, nag-aagawan nga tayo sa iisang lugar, eh, di ba? Uh, sa Jerusalem. Kaya nagkakaroon ng maraming pagkakagulo pagdating doon. But um, uh, we understand that we, we are birthed from, nagmula tayo sa Jews, sa Jewish background, yung, yung theology natin. That's why... Uh, complete name natin is Judeo-Christians. No? <laughs> Judeo-Christianity. Judeo-Christianity. Why? Because um, we we came from the Jewish tradition. No? And um, on that sense, is alam natin, pag sinabi natin Jewish, most likely, these are the things incorporated to Moses as the major prophet of all hanggang nakarating tayo in the New Testament. Now we believe in Jesus Christ. No? As, as the fulfillment of what was promised in the Jewish tradition. Okay lang po kayo? Okay lang bang nagaganito tayo minsan? Na parang may, na parang may teacher. <laughs> na parang may teacher, no? Um, but that's how it is composed. Uh, that, that is the background of what we believe, no? Now, in the Old Testament, dahil nga, I mean, in the book of Hebrews, nasa New Testament siya, now, what it tries to address actually is yung mga converts from the Jewish tradition, for, uh, the Jewish converts. And ibig sabihin nun, um, some remain faithful to the Old Testament laws. And right now, ang ina-address ng author is that ihalo na natin yung Christianity pagdating dito. Don't overemphasize what was written in the Old Testament. Parang ganun. Ang sinasabi ba nito is parang namimili tayo kung Old Testament o New Testament. Legalistic people would say that we'll follow the Old Testament. And people of grace would say um, we'll follow the New Testament. Pero hindi po ba parang mismatch yun, no? Um, paano ba ito magbumukhang hindi masyadong uh, uh, foundations class? Pero um, ang ibig ko pong sabihin is that Kasi pagdating sa Old Testament, di ba, you have the Ten Commandments. Pagdating ng New Testament, let's say, ang emphasis na natin will be in the two greatest commandments, di ba? Parang from the Decalogue, yung sampu, 
naging dalawa lang, love your neighbor, I love the Lord your God, then love your neighbor as yourself. Masyado in love eh, no? Nauna yung neighbor. Okay. Si, si Lord nga pala yung una doon. Okay. Huwag niyo pong ipag, ipag ano. Okay. Nahuli eh. Okay. So, love the Lord your God and follows will be love your neighbor as yourself. No, yung dalawang yun is kinompose niya. Ano pang susunod, di ba? Yung parang um, we believe uh, in the Old Testament there is actually the Levitical laws no, which follows yung sin sacrifice, ayan, um, the grain offerings, marami pa. Um, marami tayong mababasa na batas pagdating doon. Paano gawin? Or uh, ano yung kabuuan nung Uh, old Covenant laws. Diba? Tapos pagdating ni Jesus, parang pwede na to, pwede na to, pwede na to. Hindi ba? Na, um, nawala na yung sacrificial offerings, nawala na yung iba't ibang hierarchy, and um, that is the problem that is being faced uh, during this time. Na ang sinasabi nila is that, ang sinasabi ng author ng Book of Hebrews is that Jesus is already here. No, dumating na si Jesus and we've seen the fulfillment of the law, no? Nakita natin yung kabuuan nung lahat ng to. Nung dumating si Jesus, ang nangyari is nawala lahat ng yun. Pero hindi ibig sabihin nun. Ibig sabihin ba nun mali yung nangyari nung una? Because some are trying to compare it and to reject the Old Testament. Meaning, alam niyo po ang Bible natin is um, we have 66 books. And believe me, pag tiningnan niyo yung Biblia ninyo ngayon sa kapal niya, ang karamihan nun ay Old Testament. So, ang sinasabi ba natin, ito is hindi natin kailangang basahin and we shall focus on the New Testament. How are we going to make sense of it? No? Pag nagbasa ka ng Old Testament, may kita nyo po, pinapatay dun pag nagkaroon ng pagkakamali. So, alin ang susundin ko? Is it the Old or the New? Or are we saying that reference book na lang ba yung Old Testament? Uh, para lang ma-compare natin kung ano yung nangyari nagbago si Jesus, are we going to theologize or are we going to get principles from the Old Testament and compare it to the New Testament? O uh, both of them are going well with each other? Nasagot po ba natin yan sa buhay pananampalataya natin? O Lord, Lord lang? <laughs> uh, hindi, okay na yun, devotion. Basta nakakaiyak yung verse maganda na ito. And it works well with me. Okay, nakaiyak yung verse eh. Okay. Parang hindi masadong nakaiyak tong verse, masadong marahas. Nabasa mo yung ganyan to, nabasa mo yung ganyan. Masadong marahas, parang ito ata yung papasok si Jesus na verse na ito yung mga. Pero pag may magandang verse sa Psalms, may magandang verse sa Old Testament, then we'll follow it. How are we going to make sense of it? Now, um, what I am trying to point out here is that we believe pinaniniwalaan po natin that both of them actually go well with each other and that the Bible is consistent from the top to the bottom of it, no? up, uh, up to the fulfillment of it. The gaps normally comes. Yung gap, it normally comes from, from the understanding. And what the book of Hebrew tells us is that we accept the Old Testament but we have to understand that Jesus filled the gap of misunderstanding or not understanding properly what was told in the Old Testament. The, the book of Romans actually tells us blatantly, forward, 
that Jesus is the fulfillment of all laws. No. So instead of instead of just seeing it as con con contrasting, we can see that it is a development. No. It is a progress of knowledge. It is a fulfillment of what was told. Jesus is already there. Do you believe Jesus is already there in the front? In, sa pinakasimula pa lang ng creation. No? Jesus is already there. At to say na, nung dumating si Jesus, parang mag-iisip ka na, no? So, dalawa lang sila nung una. It was the Holy Spirit only and the Father. No. We believe that they are already complete at the very start of time. No? But everything is just a fulfillment of the incoming prophecy. So right now, now ang sabi ng author ng Book of Hebrews, now that we understand, no, nakita na natin, sabi niya dun sa mga converts, nakita na natin kung ano yung nangyayari. Alam na natin ngayon kung saan tayo titingin. Ano yung emphasis ng pananampalataya natin. So we do not let go of what Jesus told us and cling kung ano yung nangyayari dati. Kling kung ano yung sinasabi lang ng Old Testament. But we see it all in the light of what Jesus revealed to each and every one of us. We will read from Hebrews chapter 10. Mahaba atang introduction yun para dun sa, sa message today. Okay. okay. And um, it is actually situated if you are saying it, Hebrews 10, may naalala ba sa Hebrews 11? Sa Hebrews 11, ito yung rundown ng lahat ng heroes of faith, ba? Sa Hebrews 11 din natin makikita yung definition ng faith. So, parang pwede natin sabihin, kung may love chapter, may faith chapter, and Hebrews will be that, no? Kahit yung author niya, hindi natin alam, may pinaniniwalaan natin by faith, ba? <laughs> hindi natin kilala eh. But, uh, it was the faith chapter, ba? Then, Itong babasahin natin is from Hebrews 10. Kaya makukuha natin itong chapter na to parang introduction no, into living by faith. Sabi niya dito, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new way and a living way, and living way open for us through the curtain that is his body, and since we have a great peace over the house of God, can you see, that's why the defense of the author or many of the things that he mentions here is about the basic, yung basic gospel, diba? If the gospel is never basic. But what I mean is yung main principles no, ng pinaniniwalaan natin. Sabi niya dito, we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. It talks about salvation as we know it today. Sabi niya dyan, by a new and living way open for us through the curtain. When Jesus Christ died, we understood that the curtain was open for us. Diba? Kasi may bahagi doon dati on the, on the faith that the, only the high priest can enter the most holy place. Diba? But right now, that curtain was torn into two at lahat na tayo ay pwedeng pumasok sa dahong banal. That is his body and since we have a great priest over the house of God. Sabi niya dito, and this is the focus of our verses or, or of the chapter, sabi niya dito in verse 22, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. In verse 23, 
Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up, meeting together, as some are in habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. In verse 26, it says, If we deliberately keep on sinning, okay, magandang basahin natin to, nakakagising to. No? If we deliberately keep on sinning, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. In verse 29, how much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, and again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. The following verses, remember those earlier days after you had received the light. When you received, ang ganda ng verses, diba? sabi niya, remember those earlier days. Can we try doing it now? Remember those earlier days. When you had received the light, when you endured in a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly excused, exposed to insult and persecution at other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. Sabi niya, naalala niyo ba nung una, nung una, nung natanggap ninyo at nung nagtiis kayo, nung dumanas kayo ng labis na paghihirap. At hindi lang yun na tumabi kayo sa kanila na nahihirapan. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property. Naghirap kayo sa pagkakakulong o sa kulungan and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property. Inalisan kayo ng kayamanan. Because you know that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Ang gandang kunin lang ng kunin yung mga ganito po, no? So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Oh, pero hindi natin alam na ang pinagmulan nila is nakulong sila, ganyan. Nawalan sila ng pag-aari, ganyan. Diba? In verse 36, ang sabi niya dito, you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. For in just a little while, who He is coming will come and will not delay. In verse 38, and but, but my righteous one will live by faith. This actually came from the book of Habakkuk, a citing from the Old Testament. Ang sabi niya, but my righteous one will live by faith and I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. Hi. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Sige po, let's close our eyes and we will pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this time, this Sunday, Lord, that we met together. Thank you, Lord, for the healing of our country. Thank you, Lord, that you have joined us and invited us together, Lord, in this place. And we pray that you will transform us, Lord. You will keep us and you will, Lord, cause growth in our lives.
Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Ayan. Okay. And we'll go to the first point. Alam niyo po itong mga verses na pinag-uusapan natin. It actually tries to answer one special thing, no? It tries to it tries to answer the balance or the mix-up sa isa sa mga pinakamahirap na balansehin sa buhay natin bilang kristyano. Yun ay yung kasiguruhan ng pananampalataya. If you will look at the heading of the chapter, ang nakalagay doon, the assurance of faith. The assurance of faith. At ang hirap po balansehin noon. I'll give you some questions no para maintindihan natin kung ano madalas yung uh, tanong natin kapag nahihirapan tayong balansehin to. Kailan ba yung tinatamad lang ako? Kailan naman yung naghihintay ako? Kasi may kasiguruhan daw yung pananampalataya ko. Hindi ba? Minsan? Kailan ba yung um, tama bang maging confident ako na saved ako? And if so, ano dapat yung ginagawa o gagawin ko from acknowledging that God has saved me already, di ba? Paano ba buhay o ano yung ibig sabihin ng assurance na to, ng kasiguruhan na to? Does it drive me to do anything or just to be, just to wait up until the time comes? Hindi ba? Well, the Bible encourages us to live truthfully and to bring heaven here on earth. Talaga bang dapat bawat pagkakataon ay nakatuon ang isip ko sa pag-asa? Sino po dito yung minsan um, nag-iisip sa na parang gagawin ko na ba o mag-aantay pa ako? Diba? Ang faith ba ang ibig sabihin nun, kikilos ako? O, o sabi ni Lord mag-antay, may gagawin siya. Okay. Okay, um, to, to make more concrete examples is kailangan natin aminin minsan na may overdoing tayong ginagawa na parang nakapagpagaling naman si Lord so hindi na ako pupunta ng ospital. Oh, ayan, very concrete, di ba? Matalino naman si Lord so hindi na ako mag... Oh, di ba? Alam na alam nila yung sagot. Mag-aaral. Okay. Matalino naman si Lord. I'll just pray tonight and faith will answer. Pagising mo, matalino ka na. Sana ganun talaga. Diba? Is that faith? At marami pang iba na di na ako kikilos kasi may sigurado namang pag-asa sa Diyos. Hindi ba ganun? This may be very concrete examples but sometimes it is easy to go in extremes dun sa dalawa. When do I do faith and kailan ba pananampalataya talaga at kailan na hindi sa pananampalataya? We can be very good in control or in making ways para maging matupad yung mga gusto nating mangyari, pwede rin namang wala tayong gagawin because we believe that hope will come, will, will come into fulfillment. Now, let's try to get answers and somehow reflect from these verses in Hebrews 10, which I think is a good reference into acknowledging how to live by faith and to make things hope, to make things work for this hope that we have. 
Ang sabi niya doon sa initial verses that we have read, one of the most wonderful lines, kasi wala masyadong discussion ng doktrina, di ba? <laughs> At saka ng teaching. Ang nakalagay doon is, draw near to God. Ang sabi niya in the initial verse that we have read, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and the full assurance that faith brings. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. So point one is this. Draw near to God. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and a full assurance. This is how to live in faith. We have to draw near to God with a sincere heart and a full assurance. Before siguro tatin i-answer o bago tayo sumagot sa parang napakasimple at saka paulit-ulit na challenge na ito sa atin, no? Draw near to God with a sincere heart and a full assurance. Parang kuya, I know this well. Pero isa siguro sa pinakamagandang i-clear i- i- out pagdating dito is yung tanong na meron ba talagang assurance? Is living in faith really living in assurance? Kasiguruhan ba talaga ang ibig sabihin ng pananampalataya? And I think it is nonetheless clearly stated in the verse that we have read. Tama ba? Ang sabi niya doon is that draw near to God with a sincere heart and a full assurance. So we come to God with a full assurance. Hi. I know for some it will be a bit off. Tama ba? Kasi naman, kuya, napaka-insensitive ng statement na yan. Ilang beses ko nang pinangahawakan yung katotohanan na yan, laging sure na sure. Laging walang color of doubt yung sinusubukan ko. Tapos, madalas nabibigo ako. <laughs> Tama ba? And I do think right now, nakuha ko na yung gusto kong mix up eh. Yung balance ng expectation at ng hope at yung balance ng, ng assurance. Ang sabi nga ni MJ sa Spider-Man, have you watched it? Ang sabi niya is ano, expect disappointment and you will never be disappointed. Mas maraming kamon para dun sa salita ni MJ, di ba? Nakarinig ako ng kamon. Doon, di ba? <laughs> Pero pag sinabi natin na come to God with full assurance, hindi tayo makapag-amen. It most likely appears to be easier to say that expect disappointment and you will never be disappointed. So I got that good, kuya, or pastor. I met that already na um, pag pumunta ko kay Lord, may tamang mix ng assurance at ng disappointment. Okay? Um, napag-try ko na siyang i-combine. Okay? Hindi na masadong masakit kapag nade-disappoint ako. So, please don't encourage me to hope again. And don't say that it will be true. Diba? Pero po, alam niyo, ang ganda ng pagkakasabi niya dyan. So, we have to ask. No? Or we can return to verse 22 if it is okay. Ang sabi niya doon is that Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with a full assurance that faith brings. Where does that full assurance where where did it 
where did it came from? It comes from faith. Faith where? In the truth that our hearts were cleansed and sprinkled and our bodies washed with pure water. So, nakikita natin development. Faith comes from, assurance comes from the faith. A faith that understands that we are already cleansed and that our bodies are washed with pure water. Ang kasiguruhan ay nagmumula sa pananampalataya, pananampalataya na nagmumula saan? Sa paniniwala na tayo ay nilinis na at malamang ginawa na tayong karapat-dapat ni Lord. So, pahirap lang pahirap, di ba? <laughs> pahirap ng pahirap, di ba? Dob- padoble ng padoble yung doubt, okay? Wala kang kasiguruhan kasi wala kang faith. Wala kang faith kasi walang paniniwala na ikaw ay nalinis na ng Diyos. Tama ba? Can we see the development? Pinapakita nung verse atin yung, yung development sa buhay din natin, totoo? That sometimes we do not believe in faith and in the assurance because we know most likely that we don't deserve it. We know that even though the Bible declares that we are cleansed and that we are washed, it is not happening basically because nakikita rin natin yung katayuan natin sa buhay. Kasi siguro faith will only be possible, assurance will only be possible to those who are living rightly, holy, blemish-free. Diba? Tapos, bigla kang sasabihan ng susunod na verse, ng verse 26. Nilulubog po tayo ng verse na to eh. Isa to sa mga verse na iniiwasan ko pang nagbabasa ng Bible. Kasi tingnan niyo po yung verse 26. Ang sabi niya doon, sige, verse 26 tayo. <laughs> If we deliberately keep on sinning, After we have received the knowledge of the truth, now that you have received the message of God in your life, you know that you are cl- washed, you are cleansed. Anong sabi niya? But kung patuloy tayo na nagkakaroon ng kasalanan, anong sabi niya dito? There is no sacrifice for sins left. Alam mo na, tas nagkamali ka pa. Di ba? Mapapapikit ka. Ano? Nakita ko maraming napapikit nung, nung tinagalog ko. <laughs> Sabi niya dyan, opo, yun yung ibig niyang sabihin. Sabi niya, kung lagi pa rin tayo nagkakamali, if we deliberately keep on sinning, sabi niya, after we have received the knowledge, do we know Christ? We know Christ already. Amen? Sana hindi na lang. <laughs> sabi niya dyan, if you already know Christ and you still deliberately sin, there is no sacrifice that is left for us. What does it mean if there is no sacrifice left for us? There will be no forgiveness. But only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Tama po ba? Saktong-sakto sa buhay natin, di ba? Sa maraming bahagi ng buhay natin. We don't have faith. Why? Because instead of expecting good, Most of the time, ang nagka-conquer sa loob ng puso natin is that this fear, instead of expecting something good, may battle sa loob ng buhay natin madalas that we are expecting bad. 
because there is a fear of judgment. As what the book of Hebrews is saying, sabi niya, a fearful expectation of judgment and of raising fire. Many of us don't have faith because instead of faith, we have this fear of judgment. Parang, ayun na nga, di ba? Ang faith ay para lang talaga sa mga hindi nagkakasala, sila lang yung may confidence at sila lang yung may assurance. Does that mean sila lang ang pwedeng manampalataya? Anala, hindi po ba? At sakto sa akin to, nagsa-church na, pero nagkakamali pa din. In many points of my life. Feeling ko tama lang tong hope na meron ako na paandap-andap. Kasi syempre nahihiya-hiya yung hope ko, di ba? So minsan faith, minsan fear, ganyan. Minsan expect good, minsan expect judgment. So kuya, bumalanse ka, tama lang yan. Tamang mix-up, no? And walang full assurance because I should also expect disappointments. Kasi nga, nalalaglag ko rin naman si Lord minsan talaga, di ba? Bakit naman ako mag-e-expect? Eh, I know me. <laughs> diba? I know me. So talagang tama lang that my hope is not into full assurance. Is that what this says to us? Is this what it tells? No? But you, alam, alam niya po, in the careful observation of the text, ito na, parang teacher na naman, in the careful observation of the text, we will see that the deliberate sinning that is being discussed here is not actually the sins that we do have, but it is very particular into the certain sin or into the certain mistake in our Christian life. Sige po, ituloy nating basahin. Kaya hindi maganda na namimili tayo ng verses sa Bible, binabasa natin sa ng buo eh. No? Basahin natin yung verse 29. No? Ay, balik tayo yung verse 28. Sabi niya dito, Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without... Mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. In verse 29, ang sabi niya, How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as unholy thing the blood of covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace? Hindi ko po magets. How does that answer the problem? No? Paano niya sasagutin yung problemang kailangan may full assurance yung faith ko habang yung Buhay pa na ng palataya ko, ang daming pagkakamali. Ang sabi niya dito is that how much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished? And this are the guilt of that person. No? Ito yung guilt ng mga tao na sinasabi dito that there is no sacrifice left for them. They who have trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them and who has insulted the spirit of grace. Ang sabi niya, ang guilt na pinag-uusapan natin dito is actually yung mga tao na hindi naniniwala that it is Christ who can save them. The deliberate sinning that is being mentioned here is actually the deliberate rejection of the message of Christ. Ang sabi niya is someone deserves to be punished who has trampled, who has trampled, ipinagsawalang bahala yung mensahe ni Kristo. 
ipinagsawalang bahala o tinapon yung mensahe ni Kristo, the Son of God, sabi niya, who has untreated, who has treated as unholy thing, sabi niya na hindi kinilalang banal ang dugo na nagligtas sa ating lahat. And who has insulted the Spirit of Grace at sana hindi naniniwala sa biyaya at sa habag ng Espiritu. Are we getting the point? Can you see that it is actually the other way around of what we are thinking about faith? Kabalik taran to ng naiisip natin. You know, when we lose hope into the message of Christ, there is no sacrifice left for us. That is the message of it. Kapag hindi tayo naniwala sa mensahe ni Kristo at sa mensahe ng pag-asa na ibinibigay niya sa bawat isa, if we will reject this truth, can you remember that in the background of the book of Hebrews, it was actually a message for those Jews who believe in the legality. Medyo legalistic sila, no? Malito, tama to, dapat ganito, dapat ganyan. But you know, for those who rejects the message of hope and for those people who do not believe that they have hope in Christ, we are deliberately sinning and that there is no sacrifice for sins left for us. Ang ganda po, di ba? Na ang sinasabi niya dito is that hindi yung mensahe na pag nagkamali is wala ka dapat i-expect. Pero ang nagkakamali ng malalim para sa author ng Book of Hebrews or in this verse of the Bible is that those who are failing to hope and to have faith in the message of hope. Sabi niya, paano ka, paano ka pa, paano ka mapapatawad kung hindi ka naniniwalang magpapatawad ka, mapapatawad ka? There is no sacrifice left for those who do not believe that the sacrifice of Christ is worthy of forgiveness. Walang matitirang, walang matitirang pagpapatawad para sa mga taong na hindi naniniwalang mapapatawad sila. No? Which is the message of the gospel. Walang makukuhang mabuting bagay yung mga taong hindi naniniwala kay Kristo dahil hindi sila naniniwala kay Kristo. And that is that deliberate sin that is being discussed here. The punishment goes to those who have trampled the Son of God, profaned the blood of the covenant, and outraged the Spirit of grace. It says here, that there is no sacrifice sins, sacrifice for the sins that are left. If we don't believe in the hope that we have, not believing means no forgiveness. If we will lose in believing Christ, the only expectation that we have is the expectation of judgment incorporated here with raging fire. Is that that a powerful message for all of us? That sometimes para tayong katulad ng mga tao na pinagsusulatan itong Book of Hebrews, na naglulus tayo ng hope at sa kanang faith natin madalas. It is not because hindi lang si Lord sumasagot sa mga panalangin natin, but it is because we reject it because we believe that we don't deserve it. It is because mas okay na sa aking ma-disappoint because I know that disappointment is what I receive. And I no longer believe in the message of Christ. Who here, who here loses hope? 
Sino dito yung nauubusan ng pag-asa madalas? Sino yung nauubusan ng pananampalataya madalas? We can then check. Pwede po natin i-check. Ibig sabihin nun. If we are still believing in the message of Christ, Amen? If we are still believing in the message of the gospel, A common temptation for us is that we don't deserve and we cannot hope. We cannot feel the assurance of faith. At ang pinakamadalas na rason at pinakamakapangyarihang rason, hindi ako pwedeng umasa, hindi ako pwedeng manampalataya because I am sinful and I deserve not to be rescued. But no, Christ, believing to Him, In Christ, in believing in Him, we have this full, unthreatened, and unwavering assurance. Kaya lumapit tayo. Ang ganda po ng term na sinabi, di ba? That we have this full assurance. That though we are sinful, though we do not deserve, let us have that unwavering assurance. Let us draw near to God. No? And the second here, and the second point here is this. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. Yan po yung mismong nasa verse. Very textual tayo kung ano yung nasa verse mismo. Yun yung point. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without unwavering. For he who promised is faithful. Yung unang case natin is that we don't hope anymore because we think that we don't deserve it. And the second thing is that, parang yung una nating point kanina is that tayo mismo yung tumatanggi sa hope. Ayaw natin ang hope, ayaw natin ang faith because we know who we are. And the second point here is actually saying to us, sabi niya doon, ang ganda ba? Diba? Sabi niya, huwag kang tumigil sa pag-asa because hindi na tungkol sa'yo pero tungkol na sa Kanya. For he who promised is faithful. Believe in what you receive. And the second thing is, believe He who promised. The second proposal from the author is to believe in the character of God. At yung particular character niya is that He is faithful. We cannot forget that trust is an issue of relationship. Ang pananampalataya po ay, alam nyo ba na ito ay issue ng relationship? Kapag nalus yung expectation sa isang relationship, there is no point for a relationship. Tama ba? Madalas yung mga away ng kahit anong relasyon ay dahil sa missed expectations. And that, meaning the issue of faith is an issue of relationship. Relationship is very dependent on character. And it is only in knowing that we can draw a true relationship. Tama po ba? Trust is an issue of relationship. At madalas, nagmamahal tayo at nagtitiwala tayo sa mga kakilala lang natin. Hindi ka pwedeng mag-expect na bibigyan ka ng pera ng isang dumaan lang sa tabi, ng pera ng isang libo. Okay, tas nakasalubong mo lang sa sadaan. No. In order to have a connection, you should at least know each other. Tama? And kung i-compare natin yun, makakapagbigay rin lang tayo 
in any way yan, not only in money, but in any case, makakapagbigay rin lang tayo ng sarili natin sa isang tao na pinagkakatiwalaan natin. Tama ba? Nang malalim. And every time that we are laying an expectation, it is always proportional. No? Proportion sa direct, o kaya square, I don't know, but lagi silang sabay na tataas. O habang lumalalim yung tiwala, lumalalim din yung relasyon. So most of the time, when we ask, bakit wala akong pag-asa? Okay. Why don't, have, why, why don't I have a high expectation to God? Bakit matipid ata yung expectation ko kay Lord? And it can be answered by this, no? Because we do not know Him. Because we do not know Him. The second case for, again, having hope and having faith is that we have to know Christ. It is an issue of our relationship with Him. Sometimes we answer, hindi ako nagtitiwala kay Lord kasi kulang ako. Ay, kasi naman last time I asked, walang nangyari. Tama ba? <laughs> kulang sa manifestation, kulang sa realization. Pero, hindi kaya, pwede rin siyang masagot ng tanong na, hindi kasi natin kilala si Lord. Kaya tayo kulang ng pag-asa. Kaya tayo kulang ng pananampalataya. It is not just that, but it is in our knowledge and in our relationship with Him. How do you know God answers? How do we have hope in Him? Kaya maganda po yung topic natin last week as an onset for this. No? Because last week, we are invited to remember. Tama ba? We are invited to be thankful. We are invited to know Christ in a beautiful part. No? To know Him on that beautiful side, on that wonderful side. Ano ba yung imahe ni Kristo sa bawat isa? Ano ba yung imahe ng Diyos na naiwan sa bawat isa sa atin? And that will definitely answer why our hope staggers this way today. Tama? Gano'n kataas yung pag-asang meron ka? Madalas kasabay yun ng lalim ng relasyon natin kay Kristo. Lalim ng pagkakakilala natin sa Kanya. So don't just answer and answer na si Lord kasi ilang beses na ako na-fail eh. No? Si Lord kasi parang kulang sa ganito, kulang sa ganyan. But actually, in a more sustainable way, trust and hope is very dependent on the relationship that we have. May kwento po ako, no? I have this group of friends, and madalas sila mag-decline sa mga yaya ng kwentuhan ko lately. Love language ko po talaga yung oras. <laughs> Love language ko po talaga yung oras. And for some time, Because of that, I decided na, sige na nga, hindi na ako mag-reach out. And no longer to have hope no, in, in creating and deepening this relationship with them. Matampuhin din po ba sa kaibigan? Kasi itong mga three years eh. <laughs> But you know, then I decided and also for some reason, sabi ko, ah okay, so I'll limit my reaching out to them because it seems that they do not answer. Hindi na ako nag-reach out, hindi na namin milit, then I'll just go with it. 
But to my surprise, after a week of silence, may nakapansin. Someone came in to check and ask. May nagchat sa akin bigla. Actually, hindi. Pala chat. Pero tinanong niya ako directly. Sabi niya, kamusta ka? Bakit hindi ka ata nag-reach out lately? Ang ganda po nung tanong niya, di ba? At dun bumalik yung hope ko into that relationship. Sabi ko, ah, okay. There might be just circumstances that I do not understand. But they love. Or that particular person loves. Are we getting the point? So, minsan, hindi lang nagmamanifest into action yung hope natin. But if we trust in the character of that person or of God whom we are expecting, then we have this better hope. No? We have this better hope. We have this better faith. Kapag ang pinagmumula natin is hindi kung ano yung nangyayari, pero kung sino sa at kung paano natin sa kilala. How do you know God today? How do you know Him? Don't just settle on what has happened or what is happening. Pero paano natin kilala ang Diyos ngayon? Pangit yung nangyayari sa buhay ko. Hindi ko mikilos ang Diyos. Pero kung kilala mong mabuti ang Diyos, we can rest on that, di ba? May, may, may nakukuha tayong significant meaning when we trust in the character of the faithfulness and faithfulness of God. Does our hope leans on the result or is it in the character of God? The result will surely follow the character of God. Kung naniniwala tayo sa kabutihan ng Diyos, alam na po, kahit kailan hindi consistent, hindi inconsistent yung action ni Lord at yung character niya. If He is good, the good will come out. If He is faithful, you will see faithfulness. Things may be very wavy, unstable, no? But if we believe that God is good, then good things will happen. Never na, never na hindi nagtagpo yung character ni Lord sa actions na. So what do we believe about God? How does He act? What is the image of God that is left for each and every one of us? At sabi niya dito, believe that God is faithful. Therefore, whatever happens, this results with faithfulness and goodness. And lastly, sabi niya dito, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward good, toward love, and good deed. Well, this will be a very short point. The challenge to hope is not a one-man assignment. Para manampalataya, alam niyo po ba, that even the encouragement of the Bible is to do it by group <laughs> and to surround yourself with people who may spur one another. Ang ganda ng term na ginamit in the NRSV translation. Ang sinabi niya doon, ang ginamit ng term hindi spur. Ang ginamit ng term ay provoke. Sabi niya doon, isipin natin kung paano ipoprovoke sa bawat isa ang pag-ibig at ang kabutihan. Ganda, di ba? Because provoke na term is very millennial, di ba? Kaya lang madalas ang napoprovoke natin, ano? Galit, di ba? <laughs> Sigaw, trigger, di ba? <laughs> Ganyan. 
But here, the encouragement of the Bible is what? In order to have this full hope and assurance, make sure to surround your people na nagpo-provoke sa bawat isa na umibig at maging mabuti. Sabi doon is don't neglect to meet together. Hope is sustained not individually. Hope is sustained not individually. Faith is not sustained alone, but in the presence of the people who have faith also and in the midst of the brethren. Sabi doon, what you are going to do as we are all meeting, as we are all waiting for the day that is coming, meet together. Provoke love. And can you provoke your seatmates? <laughs> provoke love and good deeds. You know? I would like to end reading this last verses as a challenge of hope, as a challenge to hope and a challenge to have faith for everyone. Sige po, I would like to read these last verses with you. If you can. Ito po yung uh, verses 32 to 33. Ang sabi niya dito, alalahanin ninyo ang mga araw na nagdaan kung paanong kayo'y nagtiis ng matinding hirap matapos na kayo'y maliwanagan. Ngunit hindi kayo nagpadaig. Pwede po ba tayong tumayo? Because I will continue in closing prayer as we do this. I'll read it again in verse 32. Alalahanin ninyo ang mga araw na nagdaan kung paanong kayo'y nagtiis ng matinding hirap matapos na kayo'y maliwanagan. Ngunit hindi kayo nagpadaig. Kung minsan kayo ang iniinsulto at pinapahirapan sa harap ng madla, kung minsan namay kayo ang umaalalay sa mga kasamahan ninyo na pinapahirapan ng gayon. Verse 34, Dinamayan ninyo ang mga nakabilanggo at hindi kayo nalungkot ng kayo'y agawan ng ari-arian sapagkat alam ninyong higit na mabuti at nananatili ang kayamanang nakalaan sa inyo. Kaya ito, huwag kayong mawawala ng pananampalataya sa Diyos sapagkat dakila ang naghihintay na gantimpala para sa inyo. Kinakailangan kayo magtiis upang masunod ninyo ang kalooban ng Diyos at matanggap ninyo ang kanyang ipinangako. In verse 37, sapagkat kaunting panahon na lamang, hindi na magtatagal at ang darating ay darating na. Ang matuwid kong lingkod ay mabubuhay sa pamagitan ng pananampalataya. Ngunit kung siya'y tatalikod, hindi ko sa kalulugdan. Ngunit, hindi tayo kabilang sa mga tumatalikod at napapahamak, kundi sa mga may pananampalataya at naliligtas. Can we close our eyes, bow our heads, and pray? Father, today we may have lost hope. We may have lost faith because, Lord, we do not know. You, hindi ka namin kilala. Madalas sa buhay namin. O kilala ka namin pero sa maling pagkakakilala. Many times, Lord, that we are just saying these words towards you. But we really do not know you. Or we, we don't have a relationship with you, God. But today, invite us, Lord, to know you more. Invite us to know your presence. Invite us to be familiar with your works. Let us know who you are, your character, God, your will for each and every one of us. Today, Lord, we may have rejected this hope also because we thought that we are sinful and that, Lord, we are beyond salvation. We cannot be rescued and we deserve, Lord, the worst of this world. But today, Lord, refresh us with the cause of the death of Christ and that is to save us, to clean, cleanse us,
to wash us and that gave us hope and might it continually give us this hope, God. Today, Lord, if we are drowned of ourselves, kung kami ay lunod, Panginoon, sa kapalaluan ng buhay namin, sa kasalanan, sa kasamaan, may we find hope in you, God. May we believe in your message so that, Lord, it will fruit into this hope, into this faith, God. Sa mga nawawala ng pag-asa ngayon, nauubusan ng saya, Lord, patuloy ninyo kami, Panginoon, balutin din ng mga taong ipinadala ninyo upang ipaalala ang kabutihan at ang pag-ibig ninyo. Salamat sa inyo, Lord. And we pray and we hope, God, that, Lord, we will come out of this church, this building, this week, and live the rest of our lives full of hope, full of faith, understanding that better days are coming, understanding that ang darating na ay parating na, Panginoon. Patuloy ang pagmamahal mo at hindi mo kami iniiwan. Salamat, Lord. May we see this light and may we hope fully in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.